Roll it. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, your place for church and technology. It's time to press start. All right, here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith and Blessing Mbofu. And uh, we want to talk a little bit about the church tech bubble. Um, the church tech bubble, just like lots of bubbles, right? Um, you might see it on Facebook. That's usually a big place. Or circles on social media like Twitter or something. I don't know. They, they just exist. Um, and I guess maybe a good example would be if you were a part of a social media group focusing on a particular aspect of church tech. And this isn't, by the way, to be clear, this isn't like we're like pointing anybody or anything or any particular groups out. In all honesty, it's it's just something we've noticed that can happen not only in church tech groups. We've also seen it in other disciplines and focuses um, in the tech world. So this is just really a general concept. So if you're feeling defensive, then you probably should think about that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I'm only half kidding. So so here an example would be you're in, say, a Facebook um, church tech group and someone's like, hey, I did this thing and I used this particular solution. What do you all think? And then there's a big pile on of, yeah, that's what we use too. And yeah, yeah, rah, rah, go, go. And we, we've all, I, you know, maybe not, maybe it's just us. Maybe we're the odd, man, odd ones out, um, but I'm doubting it. Um, where you look at it and you're like, wow, that's really, number one, that's not the best solution at all. Um, Number two, that violates some industry standards. Uh, three, um, y'all been marketed to really heavily, and you think that that really is the an right answer, and it's unfortunately not. That really doesn't fit this particular solution. I would have suggested this other thing. And you, and you, it, it's difficult at that point to even bring it up because you're going to get a lot of pushback. You're going to get it's hard to speak up at that point, right? Because there's been so much rah rah kind of going on. Um, I, I think the. I think it's, I think there's a fine line that I kind of wrestle with, with that. It's, it's, uh, you know, being helpful, but at the same time, I mean, you can't say this is what we use, for example. Um, but at the same time, I think, I think one of the dangers is that we often don't try to think around the person's context or solution. And, and I don't know how helpful it is sometimes where we don't ask more questions or someone hasn't given more information and, and, we're, and, it's, and it's easier for us to jump in and just say, yeah, just use this. But we haven't taken the time to uh, you know, appreciate the nuance and possibly some other unique things in the person's environment or context. Yeah, that's one thing that, uh, that, that I do when I get support, when I get requests from some of our clients at Valet when we're helping them with their web solutions. And you know, we, we have a broad, a wide gamut of clients and personality types and approaches and everything. Um, but no matter how we're approached, whether it be a blatant question of, we need a event kind of thing. What do we use? Like that wide open to, I need you to install this specific plugin for me. Um, and then there's even layers under that where sometimes they're telling us what they, what, what they want to do. But if we have 
if we would want to advise differently, they would want to hear it. So there's like a broad degree of variance. It's not even it's not even a linear variance. It's more three dimensional variance of the different situations. But despite all the million and one different ways and approaches and styles, we always like to answer the question of what problem are you trying to solve? And really getting down to the root of what is the problem you're trying to solve? Because a lot of times we get so hooked up and wound up in the solution that we begin to forget what the problem is. And that can be a very dangerous thing in the fact that you can you can come up with the wrong thing. Now, Jeremy, um, back in the day when there was still Google+, you started up like the biggest because it doesn't sound like a big deal now, but at the time it seemed pretty like a pretty big deal. You had one of the biggest or the biggest um, church tech Google uh, groups out there, and there were a lot of questions and stuff like that. What were some of the experiences and ob- observations that you had when you were kind of admining and and looking after that that community online? You mean specifically for the the fact that I had a group there, or the what the group was kind of delving into as opposed to other social platforms. Well, mostly, mostly the, the approach, this kind of this idea that we're talking about, you know, trying to avoid or, you know, trying to avoid the, the pile on or, um, not asking enough questions or, you know, realizing that it's not one, one, you know, that the answer isn't one size fits all kind of that, that kind of thing. So I, I think that part of it is, um, it doesn't matter where you go. You don't know what you don't know until you don't know it. Um, it it's kind of like the, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but um, when someone goes to college and learns new things, um, they become the expert in the fact that clearly everybody doesn't know what they're talking about because I just learned this new thing, even though like literally a week ago, you were of the entire mass population of the things that don't know. Um, in fact, there's this little phenomenon that happens in counseling where a counselor will go and learn a technique and they will come back and be like, everything we treat must be this thing. And then they'll three months, six months later, go learn a new counseling and it's everything needs to be this. And so you take this thing called a theories class, which is different ways of looking at counseling. And every single week when you're doing um, internships or practicum, you can tell when someone's in a theories class because they go from uh, this is clearly how you need to see the world to the next week. Now that was dumb. Like that was so last week. This is how you need to look at the world to the next week. No, 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 no. This is what it is. And Mm. so it's this whole mindset of what are you guys talking about? Of course, this is the right option. Why would you guys ever think that way? Even though a week ago we were thinking that way. And Mm. so I think that there's a, I don't want to say, I think we need to be open to the fact that we're probably wrong, even when we have the right answer. And I think that Mm. that in of itself is sometimes really, really difficult. Like, so when we talk about the stuff online, um, plus, you you had talked about what happens when you throw something out there. My initial gut reaction wasn't like um, the way you went. My thought was, well, no, that's not right. This is what you need to do. Like nobody ever answers the question to what that person's actually answering. They're answering their own question that wasn't even being asked in the first place. Sometimes yeah. it's really kind of frustrating if you really look at like if you go onto online forums and just read what the original question was and then what's being answered within the dialogue. And then you get this like 30 response post and then people are already answering the same exact thing because they're not taking the time to even answer the first place. They're not reading through all the answers. It's just, well, here's what my thoughts are. Like there's 25 of those in a row. Nobody's reading the answer responses. And the person that 
originally asked that question is like, well, this is kind of worthless because no one's actually paying attention into the dialogue. It's everybody showing up and all throwing their answers all at once. So to your question about Google Plus, I feel like there was actually a little bit of dialogue more so than normal um, because yeah. just the nature of it wasn't like this is where everybody is. And so you got people that were willing to think about that and think through things. But then there was also like the people knew how to game the system and they had learned a little bit of ways that Google Plus hadn't thought about preventing it. And so there was a whole bunch of that happening at the same time. And so there was good natured people answering questions for people that were just trying to game the system. Um, so I feel like it was a little bit on both ends with regards to that. So it, it, I feel like it's kind of a tough answer for that because there's like the right answer. And then there's like the, here's my experience about it. And then here's the thing behind the thing answer to it too. And so there's, there's layers. Yeah. And, and it's, and I think it's natural to say, you know, this is my experience, you know, and, and I don't think people should be silent about that either. I think, you know, um, honestly, it, it really falls on us as a researcher, you know, to be able to, you know, everyone's dogpiling on and saying this one solution. That's great. You know, you can take that feedback. I think what really helps is when you begin to diversify and look other places for recommendation and doing your own, your real, really your own uh, legwork in that, in that sense. Cause really what you're doing is, is you're asking what's, what's popular in this circle which doesn't necessarily mean it's the best. It means may mean it's the best marketed. It also might mean that it's the best, right? Um, so I think at the end of the day, I think it becomes the burden falls on us as good stewards uh, to be good consumers and to you know really look and shop around and check with other groups. Like let's say, instance, you're looking at something for um, your church website, depending on the solution that you're looking for, you know, there are lots of other places that you can check. There's other Facebook, there's other WordPress groups, right? There's Googling can show, bring a lot up, right? Um, and, and being able to tap into some circles of other experts of of the the platform in general, right? Uh, if, if, if it's on WordPress, for example, you can tap into that knowledge base that they're not related to church tech at all. They're just really into WordPress and they have a, a, a lot bigger and broader um, uh, look at the landscape for tech solutions and functionality and how it works, et cetera, et cetera, far more, and not to disparage any, any uh, church-only WordPress groups. Um, that's just one of many of the different groups that you might want to kind of survey and ask some questions so that you do get the right um, fit, that someone can point in the right direction so you know what to look out for. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's up to us, right? If I want to know something, it's on me to really do the research and do the legwork. It's the diversity of thought. I think that bugs me because sometimes I feel like it's lacking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, and, and, that, and that's true blessing. And that's what I try to do when people ask me questions. I'm, I'm pretty opinionated when it comes to hosting, but I've had people ask me or they're on a host that I would not recommend, but I don't have enough data or enough feelings about it <laughs> if you will um to say you really need to move away from that host now if they're shopping around for a host i might say hey i really recommend these particular hosts but not enough to 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 have somebody move off or if i know what their budget is i might say hey i don't really recommend that host but i know you you probably can't really look at these others right 
you know, I, and, and I'm a huge advocate for WordPress. I mean, it's, it's what I work with every day. However, there's been people that ask me what they should do. They're like, should I use this site? Should I use Squarespace or Wix for the site? Or should I use WordPress? And I'm like, dude, don't use WordPress for that. I know, I know what your budget is. I know what you're doing. Just knock it out easy. In, you can scale out to that later. But that does not make sense for you to do it right now, right? Because of the details of the situation. Well, would you also say that um, when people ask that question, are they asking because they actually want to find out? Or are they asking because they want a quick solution to a very complicated question? Right. Well, yeah, usually I've, I've done when I mess about particular things, I, I do like to do a little bit of um, digging to kind of see what, what they're doing and where they're going. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. And you've already at that point, even before yes. like researching what the best solution for <laughs> them is, them. you've done more work than them asking. Yeah, the question no, you're the absolutely right. right. You're absolutely right. Right. Unless it's like a really, yeah. Cause see, even, even platforms and themes and plugins and tools that I actually despise and loathe, I think of situations that they would be fine or actually be a good fit, right? So <laughs> I can't say that I'm completely anti a particular solution because depending on, you're right, depend, the, the, the answers to the questions that should follow can, can really dictate what, what those answers are. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you, you're talking about being objective, um, um, Eric, and the challenge of being objective as the solution, as the answerer. Is that a, is that a, mm-hmm. is that a term? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's a good way to really capitalize it is in answering questions to be as objective as you can, you know, what would, what would be the most successful thing for them to do? I also think it's sometimes difficult where we want to give like this amazing answer because we're really passionate about this thing where this yeah. person is like, I mean, I got 10 seconds. I'm waiting for my next person to show up at Starbucks so we can have another meeting. I'll throw this question out there because I really don't want to take the time to go look. And whatever someone says is what I'm going to do. And you're over here like 40 minutes into this like research article comment response for something like this. And so there is something to be said for um, understanding the context of things. Like if I was starting up my own nonprofit that's going to be my entire livelihood. I'm not going to go to Facebook and be like, what's the best website I need to be able to establish this entire online database? Um, It's going to be tons and tons of effort on my end. And so there's something to be said for that as well. If I'm going to a church Facebook group or church comms group for my answer with that, I might as well just go find a new job because I'm not going to be doing the best work possible. Um, unless I'm actually putting in the type of effort I need to. But if I'm starting up, I'm a young church or an old church that's trying to get online and asking that question, maybe I don't need to give 40 minute answer to that question. Yeah. And it's sometimes when I'm reading through answers that I see, I feel like the people answering aren't really providing what they feel is a good solution as much as they are justifying their own. Hmm. Sure. Yeah. I, there's a there's a whole thing you're saying without saying by saying that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe. Oh yeah. Even maybe. if you didn't yeah. intentionally, I'm I'm taking it out in many different ways. It just came through yeah. just like that. The question is, do you enjoy the Church Mag podcast? We hope you do. Send us an email podcast at church mag and tell us what you love about the church mag podcast 
And be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. We love them. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. 